0: Happy Halloween, everyone. Angela Bowen here, the host of Looking Back at My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. Well, today I'm presenting to you a spooky Elven and the Chipmunks episode. Yes, I have gotten the Elven and the Chipmunks Halloween collection DVD off of eBay. There are five episodes. Trick or Treason, which I swear I think I did that over a year or two ago. Babysitter Fright Night, Theodore's Life as a Dog. I don't know if I did that one either. We have Nightmare on Seville Street and Once Upon a Crime. I will be covering today Nightmare on Seville Street, so there are plenty of other episodes to do in the coming Halloween years to come. This first episode the episode I'm gonna be covering today, as I said, Nightmare on Seville Street, which is a season, season seven ep- ep- and episode two. After a nightmare about the about the hideous Harold movie, the boys mistake Dave for him. This episode's got a 8.6 out of ten based on nine ratings. And there's no trivia. There's never hardly ever trivia on these uh <laughs> Things here. If you want to learn about all things Chipmunks and all the episodes, like really wrote out in detail, the best website to go to, because this is the one I'm on right now, is Alvin and the Chipmunks Wiki. You're going to find every single episode in full detail there. Let's see. The plot. Dave is meeting for dinner downtown with a client. He drops the chipmunks off at the Cinema House movie theater. Elvin thinks he can see a horror film called Hideous Herald Part. I cannot, I don't know my Roman numerals. It's an accident one. (laughs) But since Dave is buying the tickets, he makes the decision and gets tickets for the three to see a children's movie called Fuzzy Bunny. Uh Uh-huh. My guess is Theodore is going to be over the moon for that movie. (laughs) Elvin passes the theater where Hideous Harold is playing and sneaks in despite his brother's pleas that it is a movie that will give them nightmares. And Dave did not want them to see it. And of course they go along with them because they got to keep Elvin out of trouble. And sure enough, it is frightening with the chipmunks emerging from the cinema with their first standing on end. (laughs) Dave nonchalantly asks if Fuzzy Bunny found his way home and Elvin remarks. It wasn't that scary. So, yeah, they get home. Of course, they're going to have nightmares. I'm not going to go into any more detail because I don't watch these episodes ahead of time. So I like to be surprised and I like to have my reactions be real. I just honestly wish there were more Christmas ones, because I really love doing those. But with the DVD that I have, I have pretty much covered the three or four episodes that they had. But I do have plenty of Elven and the Chipmunks. I got the Elvin and the Chipmunks, the Elven edition to DVD set. There's a handful of episodes that I can do down the road and all that good stuff. So plenty of Elven and the Chipmunks down the road sometime, since it seems you, my listeners, just love the Elvin and the Chipmunks, and I love covering episodes of the show, so, without further ado, let's jump into Nightmare on Seville Street, what do you think, Quinn? Yeah, you wanna, you wanna see it too, don't you? <laughs> Always my podcasting sidekick. Quinn, my cat, hanging out in my room. Ah, she rolls her eyes at me that only a cat can do, right? Yep. All right, let's get on with it. So the first image we see here, it's mega theaters. We got four movies playing, so it's a mini theater, it looks like, although it does say mega theaters. Number one, they're playing Hideous Herald. Number two, they're playing Fuzzy Bunnies. Number three, Who whodunit. And number four, Yuppie Fever. Hmm, huh. I don't know. If I had to choose... To me, Fuzzy Bunnies feels like a Disney or DreamWorks picture. I mean, to me, that'd be like, okay, we're gonna see a backstory about Thumper and his sisters and his family. Or oh, who done it? Clearly seems like a kind of a a crime drama movie. yuppie fever. Gosh, I'd say that sounds like a comedy to me. And of course, Hideous Harold's got to be your horror film. They got to see they got something for everybody. They got comedy, they got a uh, crime thriller, they got Disney type, they got a family movie, and they got a horror movie for all those horror movie fans. And you know they're in California because you see palm trees. I think we've already established that they do live somewhere in California, wherever. I would say they gotta live in either near Los Angeles or Hollywood. Yeah. Just because, you know, the boys and their music and their success and everything. You wanna be around the recording studios. Part eleven of Hideous Herald, okay. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, there's a movie poster and it almost it makes me think of the I Know What You Did last summer because it looks like Hideous Herald. We basically just see the top half of him, and it looks like he's wearing one of those rain fisherman slickers. The only thing missing is a hook. (laughs) Digi's cheeks says like, oh, hell no, you are not seeing that movie, Alvin. No way. My dad was the same way with, and I know when I covered the Good Son movie, I mentioned this. My dad was adamant that I would not be seeing that movie. Every time, you know... Never saw, I was 11 at the time when it came out. And all of you in the 90s that grew up with Home Alone probably were like, I want to see the Good Sun. It looks so cool. It's got Macaulay Culkin in it. I actually did have the novelization book, so I read that. And whenever we go to a video store, I'd always be like, I'd always see it over there and no, don't even think about it. So finally, one day, I'm 17, he's like, eh, whatever, sure, rent it if you want. (laughs) (sighs) But honestly, that was the only movie it just seemed like he was really adamant about. That one in, um, Cruel Intentions was another one, even though I was almost of age, I was 16 going on 17. And, I mean, I did see it in the theater twice, Cruel Intentions, by saying, Oh, I'm going to see this movie, or I'm going to see this movie. And it's not like he was checking the showtimes or anything like that. So, me and my sneaky self ways. Now we got Simon and Theodore looking at the poster for The Fuzzy Bunnies, The Homecoming. Seems like one of those movies that has, like, other sequels to it. Like the troll movies that I never watched, which I have no interest in watching those. Or maybe it's could be a movie based on a television series like, hey, they're making a movie about the fuzzy bunnies. The homecoming. And we go back over to Alvin who's saying, But it's in a Rama widescreen. This episode came out in, hold on a second, it had to have come out in the 80s, the 90s, let's see here. 1989, so on the cusp of the end of the 80s. They didn't have, well, most theaters, you know, they showed a movie on widescreen. And then when you get the video, it'll say this movie has been adapted or whatever from its original format and fitted to fit your television or something to that effect. You know, those messages you get along with the FBI warning prior to? Yeah. Dream around sound? Okay, this is. It sounds more like Nightmare on Elm Street. Because Elvin starts acting like hideous Harold. Don't fall asleep or whatever you do. And mind you, Dave's there, He's at cash in hand, not in his wallet. Anybody could run through and like, oh, mine, bye. <laughs> that line is not moving. There was like six people in front of Dave. What is the deal? What is the hold up? I know at this point we don't have credit card machines in the theater in 89, so I don't know. Maybe it's a newbie who's just learning how to come back change. Or someone's trying to make their decision on what movie they want to see. They haven't, They on the ride to the theater, they're like, I don't know, do I want to see this movie? Do I want to see Yuppie Fever or Who It? I'm not sure. I'll decide once I get to the ticket booth. And then they're still deciding. Ugh. Yeah, Dave, you should have kept your money in your wallet. <laughs> Ellen yanks it right out of Dave's hand. Yep, I'll go get the tickets. Like, no, 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 no. You get your little furry behind back over with your brothers. I'll get the tickets. Starting in five minutes, for heaven's sake. That's another thing. If you're going to go see a movie, right, you're going to leave with plenty of time to... Well, now you can just get your ticket ahead of time. So, really, there's no reason. Like, i got to hurry and meet my movie. It starts in ten minutes. I need to get my popcorn and my drink. I don't know, guys. I just, eh. I mean, movies nowadays, we know they have at least 20-plus minutes worth of previews. And that's after the advertised show time. So, you got plenty of time to get there. I mean... Granted, I love watching previews before movies. That's one of my favorite things, especially if they're good previews for movies I want to see. The last movie I saw in the theater was Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. The last movie I actually recently saw in the theater was the movie Till about Emmett Till and his mother. It was a very, very good movie. I really didn't... I really got... A lot out of it. I would highly recommend if you want to compare and get more information. Hulu has "Women of the Movement." It came out in February of this year for Black History Month. That it's six episodes long. It go. I mean, there is a lot of stuff that they. I mean, but then again. With Till being rated PG-13, there's a lot of, you know, information and stuff that was left out that, um, the mini-series would, would cover a lot of more in-depth details as far as all the, all the, all the, all the film, basically fills in all the gaps that the the movie kind of left out, or kind of brushed over so Dave makes a decision like no 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 no, sorry, Alvin you are going to see the fuzzy bunny start in 10 minutes and I'm getting the tickets cause he's the next in line finally the line is moving what was the hold up uh, <laughs> there's another there's like at least two other but then again if it's this well it would be a weekend that they would be going on so I don't know what the deal is Again, this is 1989. This isn't 2022, <laughs> where you can pre-order your tickets on the movie theater's website. You don't even see the guy's like, fuzzy bunnies to your right. Elvin oh, is just so irritated. Ugh.
1: Fuzzy Bunny starts in 10 minutes, and I'll get the tickets. Fuzzy Bunnies,
0: to your right. So there, we have a ticket taker. But, of course, we don't have anyone. There normally isn't going to be someone posted outside the theater doors making sure they check your ticket to make sure you're going to the right movie and you're not hopping theaters. So we see a cardboard cutout of Hideous Harold. He definitely. This is more of a. You can see a lot more versus that poster in the lobby. So it's Hideous Harold, and yes, it definitely does look like a guy in a rain slicker. And a black rain slicker with a mustache. And it looks like he's got two bottom Dracula teeth sharpened to points, and they got their popcorn, and Alvin is just walking in there like, oh, I'm gonna go see this movie, you guys go see Fuzzy Bunnies. I mean, it's not like Dave is gonna be able to make sure they get in the right theater. He's, I'll get the tickets, you guys are pretty much on your own. Yeah, Alvin makes his way like he's going to go, he's basically through the doors, and you hear both Simon and Theodore go, Alvin! Elvin's got a drink, he's got a popcorn, Simon's got a popcorn, Theodore's got, it looks like, sugar raisins, <laughs> and, uh, some unidentified lilac-colored box. Maybe meltuds Or chocolate-covered peanuts, like those goober things? Do they sell those? I love, when I got hooked on, I don't really eat them as much lately but um the nerd gummy candies are just um they're basically a nerd rope cut up into little pieces but oh so good Simon's trying to hold Alvin back but he is just he's going for it, he's going to see it okay like, I don't want to see fuzzy Mummies. and theater says but, but a scary movie will give us nightmares yeah i just finished um clown in the cornfield 2 <clears throat> Friendo lives, and I didn't care for the sequel. Now, Clown in a Cornfield, the first book, that's basically a horror movie in a novel. It was gory, it was, of course it was, it was heavily violent. The second book was Disappointing. I mean, I was kind of happy there wasn't nearly as much violence as the first one, just because, you know, I was reading it late at night, and I didn't want to have bad dreams. Which, I mean, I didn't really have bad dreams when I read the first one. so, But uh, I would definitely recommend the first book. Alvin <laughs> is really just laying on the... Come on now, are you chipmunks or are you mice? I'd be like, it doesn't matter, we're not going to... Oh my, so there is a curtained little entryway and then you would walk through the doors to go into the actual theater. All right. Simon says, yeah, we're mice in theater ads. Scared mice. Like we're not going and neither are you, Alvin. Alvin says, well, I'm not scared and I'm going in. We now see the patrons. <laughs> they all look extremely petrified. Someone's chewing on their fingernails. A girl is clutching her boyfriend. We got two good blonde-haired girls with pigtails wearing the same pink shirt, but they're sitting two rows apart from each other. One person's got a hand over their mouth like they're going to barf. <laughs> One person's crouched down in their seat. One person is grimacing uncomfortably. So hideous Harold. Does not have a black rain slicker. He's got a brown overcoat looking thing. And he's got what looks like one of those garden trowels, you know, like rake thing for a hand. It looks like he's setting fire to, I don't know, are those supposed to be log cabin houses? Simon, Elvin, and Theodore. Jeez, Quinn. What's up? Why are you gotta open the door so wide? Uh, early morning zoomies, even though it's going on 10 in the morning. Yeah, definitely Elvin, Simon, and Theodore's fur is just frizzing up. They're 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 freaking out. It's so scary that Elvin dives over his seat into the aisle or into the row behind him into an empty seat and the two guys glare down at him like what are you doing I was just oh and they said it was scary it's not scary Uh uh-huh boys walk out of the theater, their fur is standing on end. They actually can look pretty cute. We cut over here to Dave and his car that hardly works, and he's he's got his sunglasses on. I'm like, oh my gosh, Dave, what are you doing? You look great. Just I don't know what what it is about him wearing the sunglasses. He looks like. Mr. Hotshot or something like that. Like, he just scored a big recording deal for the boys. He's like, hey, did Fuzzy Bunny find his way home? <laughs> Dave takes his, takes his sunglasses off and looks at the boys, who's, again, their hair is just standing straight up in spikes. Like, boy, fellas, are you okay? And is like, well, that's scary. Like, uh. Eh. Yeah, right. You'll have nightmares. Guaranteed. Both Simon and Theodore look looking out. And we're like, uh
1: uh-huh. So did Fuzzy Bunny find his way home? The fellas? It wasn't that scary. Uh-huh.
0: So now we're back home. It's late at night. The weather is really shit out because there's thundering, lightning, all that stuff. And Dave's like, wow, hey, good thing you guys didn't see that hideous Herald film. Because uh, this storm would give anybody nightmares. Or it would definitely help produce nightmares. And, of course, good old Theodore. Always honest. There's nothing wrong with that. He's like, but, Dave, we did it! And Simon and Elvin jump so fast into Theodore's bed and cover his mouth. And starts speaking when X day on the X ex- like shut it Theodore. And Dave asks, well, "What was that Theodore?" And Elvin says, "Oh, he said we." uh, Elvin says, "We we don't scare easily." There is a loud lightning strike, and this is I don't I know they're supposed to be scared, but it just it sounds so adorable coming from them. Just, I can't do it as well as them, but.
1: Aren't you glad you didn't see that Horrible Harold movie? This storm tonight's enough to give anybody nightmares. But Dave, we did this! Ex-may on the unfashioned case, Theodore, say. What was that, Theodore? He said that, uh, we don't stare easily. There's nothing to be afraid of, Theodore. Nightmares aren't real, Theodore. They can't hurt you. Night, fellas. Good night, babe. Sweet dreams.
0: So Theodore jumps out of his bed that Elvin and Simon are also occupying, and bed hops over to Elvin's, well, no, to Simon's side with his bed. The, the light is clear across on the other side of the room. I don't like that there isn't even a night light. there's not even a bedside lamp nightside lamp nothing that I would no I would have to have something and that's why I like I have a little touch lamp that you just hit it and it, it's got a three-way bulb in it but also another thing that's nice is it's got two USB plug in things there, so I can also plug in my phone and my Apple Watch, which is really awesome. But I just, I like that it's, all you gotta do is touch the lamp, and it turns on, so. And Theodore says as he bed hops over to his bed across the bedroom there, grabs his three stuffed animals. He's got a dinosaur, a bear, and a pig. And he says, it's not the uh, storm I'm afraid of, it's hideous Harold. And then he goes on saying how, like, what if he were right outside, what if he were right out in the hall, or what if he were down, what if he was literally right outside our bedroom door, or under Elvin's bed, and they all freak out. They start screaming, and Dave is like, Boys, what's going on in there? If someone is all fuzzy bunnies, they're sure pretty frightened. Alvin, of course, is shooting down all of Theodore's fears. Like, You're a wimp, Theodore, okay? (laughs) It's just a movie. And even Simon goes into detail about how it's just an image projected on a theater screen. Yeah, Simon says. Hideous Harold is just a celluloid illusion. It's possible by special effects. Yeah, and he's like, he could be at the front door, he could be downstairs, he could be out in the hall, he could be literally right up against on the other side of our bedroom door. Oh, Simon has a little shelf unit on the wall with a note that says Alvin and Theodore hands off, so it must be like his science stuff that he uses like a microscope and stuff under elvin's bed okay i honestly don't think hey is that a baseball bat under elvin's bed i wouldn't be surprised i bet anything he's gonna get that baseball bat what do you think Dave are screaming right outside their door it's like what are you boys doing as he goes in and turns the light on in your bedroom And Elvin says, I can't, I'm sleeping, Dave. What are you doing? What? (laughs) Don't turn the light on. And Elvin says, we can't hear you, Dave. We're sleeping. Shh. Shh. Oh, Dave, you're dumb, dumb. It's like, we can't hear you, Dave. We're asleep. Shh. And Dave is just like, oh, (laughs) sorry, as he turns the light off in the room and backs out the door. Oh, my gosh.
1: Boys doing? Dave? What's going on? We can't hear you, Dave. We're asleep. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I think that Alvin out of the three is the most scared, but he just doesn't want to admit it. He's like, Oh my gosh, did you hear that? And Simon tells him, that's just a tree branch rubbing up against the window. Chill out. Go to bed. Hey, then what? Elvin is the one that keeps talking about it because he yanks off. Simon's comfort is like, no, we can't go to sleep. Remember the movie? Well, we're trying to forget the movie and go to sleep, Elvin. Why don't you go downstairs and go stand guard by the door? Because we're trying to sleep. <laughs> the you know, is clutching his three stuffed animals right around his face. Yeah, Elvin says we have to stay awake, or hideous Harold will come for us. Hideous Harold will come and take them off to the land of nightmares. What? What kind of movie was this? A fantasy mixed with horror? It's not like they're gonna be pulled into a sewer by it, or um, or the Blair Witch from the Blair Witch Project. I mean, my goodness gracious sake. See, now he's the one who's preventing them from going to sleep. Even Theodore says, Dave's downstairs to protect us. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. If Elvin tells him we need a surefire device that will protect us against hideous Harold, Simon, you're the inventor. Go invent something. Oh my gosh. My guess is they're going to stay up all night, and then once the sun comes up, like, okay, it's daylight now. We can go to sleep. <coughs> oh, good. This is this is insane. <laughs> so instead of sleeping, they're going to build a device to capture hideous Harold. As Simon goes over to the Arnworth closet, gets rope, a what looks like a bicycle tire, uh, a bat, uh, baseball mitts. he's drawn up some blueprints that include a baseball bat. You know, this looks like it's on um, a device that's gonna go after like a battering ram all, almost but for the front of the door so when someone comes in they're gonna get injured. Like, yeah they're all thinking about the front doors like well what about the windows? Yeah, it's one of those Rue Goldberg things that oh they set it up so that way there's a baseball mitt with a baseball on it and I guess the books that are tied up are supposed to drop on the gloved mitt the mitt with the baseball in it also a volleyball net that I'm guessing is going to capture. Supposed hideous Herald. There's a red button, I guess, that sets everything off. That also looks like it's got, like, two... Like, it's basically like a noisemaker thing that sets off an alarm. Yeah! Theodore is like, oh, what's this for? As he hits the red button. Well, Simon says, don't touch that! And... Let's off this blaring noise that would probably wake Miss Miller next door and the chipettes. Dave is definitely awake now. He's probably like, what the hell is going on in this house? I think Dave heard you. Well, I can guarantee if he didn't, the neighbor's two houses down sure as hell did. Damn. Theodore, don't touch anything. Go back to bed, Theodore. You stay in your bed. You'll be safe there, hopefully. Deal. And I was like, oh nah, he didn't hear anything. Uh, bullshit. As he's like, he, Dave comes in there, like, what in the, what in the hell? What is going on? I am trying to sleep. I have to work in the morning. You know, I still have to have a job to provide, even though you guys are multi-million musicians. He's got to go in and edit their songs and. Get everything all set up and all that stuff. He's got to sleep. He needs to sleep. Looks like the power went out because Dave comes What? And you just hear the. And Dave immediately knows. Like, oh, we blew a fuse. Uh, uh, uh. This night like, didn't get any worse. Why is the fuse box outside? Is that a... I've never heard of that before in my life. Usually fuse boxes, aren't they like, oh, I don't know, in the basement? You tell me that Dave isn't going to comment on this whole contraption that they've set up? Come on. Apparently not, because he went in the room, the fuse blew out, it's dark, so, oh, maybe he just didn't see it, that's why. But the boys all have flashlights, they're sitting on Alvin's bed, and Theodore is starting to nod off. I love how they're all sitting with their backs against each other. (laughs) We all gotta stay watch. Yeah right. We all gotta stay up with flashlights to keep an eye out. Well, no, you'd sleep in shifts. One person would sleep, the other two would st- or one person would stay up, the other two would sleep, and then you switch. Alright, they're all falling asleep. Ellen says, Oh no, we all had to stay awake. Luckily the fuse box is just outside the the door that leads out from the kitchen or into the backyard. Spare fuses. Well, you're fucked. I don't know what to tell you. I guess you're just gonna have to wait until the sun comes up. Deal with it then. And it's raining out! And I just, I would think you would be getting electrocuted if you touched anything in there while it's raining. He's not even wearing a coat, he's just wearing his pajamas. He says, Oh, maybe there's one in the kitchen, and the door blows shut on him, and of course it locks. That's just wonderful. Dude, you're downstairs. They are not going to hear shit down there. So there just happens to be a rain slicker, a brown rain slicker with a robin's egg blue hat. Basically looks identical to what Hideous Harold wore. I that it's just hanging outside on the side of the house, which means it's probably drenched and wet. We go back upstairs to the boys' bedroom. We got Alvin, Simon, Theodore all sleeping on the bed. They're out. So somehow, <laughs> the boys are woken up by a ruckus from outside. And Alvin says, oh no, we fell asleep. It's the nightmare come true. <laughs> it's now a reality. Because they look at the window and they see a figure in the window. How in the hell did Dave get up to the second story? Probably climbed a ladder, a trellis, something. Trying to get their attention. What you want to bet? Well, no, the machine that Simon made up is facing the door. So they scream for Dave and run out of the room. Okay, apparently that window opens because he's. <laughs> yeah, he's on a ladder, screaming, Fellas, let me in! Oh, oh, that thing is set near a win- near the window. Oh, shit. Because he goes, to, he, the window opens just enough, but then here comes that bat attached to that rope, and it's heading right for Dave's head. Along with that loud-ass alarm. And Dave, the letter falls backwards as Dave falls backwards. I'm sure, like, his legs and arms are going to be broken. Because it's a second-story window. And he's on a ladder. The boys start freaking out when they see Dave's bed is empty. And they figure that Hideous Harold has taken Dave to the land of nightmares. No, Hideous Harold did not cut the power Simon. A fuse went out. Dave mentioned that. But you guys were pretending to be asleep. Phone is. Well, it's a storm. What do you think goes out first? The power. And then, if that's okay, you got a landline phone. They don't got cell phones. So, the phone's going to be out too. You're pretty much screwed. I mean, they did not hear that loud ass alarm coming from their bedroom. Where the hell is Dave's room? I thought it was on the second floor, just like their bedroom. I mean, that alarm is so loud, you would hear it from two houses away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Elvin is out for blood. He's out for re- revenge. Like, we gotta find Hideous Harold and make him tell us where Dave is, and then we're gonna kill the fiend. We're going to kill him. Say, Kelly said destroy. <laughs> wow. Okay, so we got them moving the couch against the front door. They're all wearing some form of helmet, helmet protective gear. Dave, we see he's alive. He's not injured in any way. His arms and legs work. His face is just covered in mud because it's raining and icky out. So Dave tries to go in through the kitchen, but Theodore is there with that whipped cream spray, sprays it right in Dave's face. Simon's trying to re-rig that machine he built with that net and a rope. He throws a rope out the window over a tree branch. We got Elvin downstairs no he's outside he's got a baseball bat he's got the (laughs) helmet his football helmet that's red with an a a yellow a on the front he is running after Dave with a baseball bat he can't tell it's Dave because he doesn't stop to like get a good look at this person He even made a song called hideous Harold to go along with this episode that is playing during this whole time (laughs) Simon is wearing a mortarboard cap on his head with a tassel on the side. Dave tries one of the other windows in that house because that house is humongous, and Simon closes the curtain blinds on them. I am on Dave, and he's not saying, "Hey fellas, hey guys, uh, it's me," because he goes over to the door leading into the kitchen theater. Closes the blinds, and then, of course, there's a doggy door, kitty door. Oh, yeah, from uh, Chomper Cookie 3, R.I.P. And because Dave, like, peeks his head down there, and you just see his eyes. Because it's dark outside. Wow. Oh, Theodore made quick work of that cat door because he put two small boards over it. with, Hammered them with nails. You got Dave... Like, his hands are up, like, what, what is going, because he stopped and turned around, and Alvin's, like, swinging that back, like, he's going to take his head off. I'm surprised, like, because it's rainy, and it's loud, and he probably can't hear. Alvin, it's me! Dave, stop this! Yep, of course, Dave steps into the trap that Simon made outside with the net. Because it scoops Dave up and yanks him off the ground into the air. Alan comes forward, swinging the bat at the net, asking, like, okay, oh, here, hideous Harold, what did you do with Dave? Dave pops his head out and says, Alvin? I'm gonna come on, <laughs> Yeah, Alvin. Like, Dave? And you cut up to. Simon and Theodore like oops Yeah. Okay, Sidious Gerald. What did you do
1: with Dave? Alvin? Dave? Oops. Alvin get me down. I I can explain
0: everything, Dave So Alvin gets Dave down from that net where he's hanging from and now we're all inside. Dave is probably gonna get a, they're probably all gonna get sick well Alvin and Dave because they are out in the gross rain so the boys come clean Alvin admits it's my idea we found ourselves in Hideous Herald actually I wanted to go Simon and Theodore tried to stop me but we all wound up watching the movie and Simon says we shouldn't have disobeyed you Dave I'm sorry And Dave says, well, hopefully next time you'll listen to me. When I tell you something's too scary and you shouldn't be watching it, you should not be watching it. And Dave says, and I know just the thing to help you boys remember to listen to me next time. Housework all day. You got it.
1: But we shouldn't have disobeyed you. I hope you boys listen to me next time. And I know just the thing to help you boys remember. You do? What's that say? Housework all day. You
0: got it. I
1: can't believe it. Well, at least we don't have to be scared anymore. Scared? <laughs> I was never scared. Yeah, right. I knew hideous Alvin, it's just an ad for Hideous
0: Herald, part twelve. I knew that. So, yeah, we got Simon waxing the table, we got Theodore putting books back on the shelf, and we have Alvin. Dusting the television, <clears throat> one of those old consoles, you know, those the TVs set in a bit like a surrounded by wood. And he's like, Oh, I knew the hideous Harold wasn't I wasn't that scared. And then all of a sudden the TV turns on and it's hideous Harold. And Elvin starts freaking out and screaming. Theodore and Simon just laugh their heads off. <laughs> gosh it's just an ad for hideous herald part 12 chill out and that's how the episode ends simon and theodore are laughing their asses off because elvin's (laughs) too afraid to admit when he's scared Ah. so i thought this was a cute episode i like this definitely it's amazing how even if you watch something scary, you might not have a nightmare that night. It doesn't mean you won't have one later on. Just, it's amazing how nightmares are even formed. And takes the things that we're afraid of and just it's almost like it puts it on a big screen in your mind to play on a loop throughout the night while you sleep. And then if, in a way, it's almost like you don't get any sleep. But, um, yeah, I, re- I just, I like this episode. It It was a good one for Halloween, so I hope you all have a happy and safe Halloween. If you want to email the podcast, you can do so at lbomwonderyearspodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a minute, jump on iTunes, search the Wonder Years podcast, and leave a review for the podcast. All five-star reviews do help the podcast get noticed by other Wonder Years fans like yourselves. Bye-bye, everybody.